0: I'm Joe Forrester and welcome to Rose Ed, the definitive soccer podcast. Remember if you want to get in touch, it's Rose Ed Pod on Instagram or Rose Ed Soccer on Twitter. As always, I'm here with Hannah East. Are you all right, Hannah.
1: I'm alright, how are you?
0: I'm very good, thank you. I'm very, very well. And it's nice to see all of Mike Stavre as well. Hi, Mike. Bonsoir. <laughs>
1: Is that French? German? <laughs> so. No, it's She's French, so isn't German. it? Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Bonjour. I had an Irish French teacher at school. So she'd be like, Bonjour, it's madam I'm hard. I'm- and it used to be really, really confusing. That's why I'm not very good at languages and that. Well,
0: you are quite you're good at accents though, aren't you? Because if you haven't seen Hannah's Timo Werner impression, it's blown up on the internet. And uh, um, yeah, I think, I think we're going to hear from some, some more Premier League stars today. So that's very exciting. Have you had a good week though, Hannah?
1: Yeah, a good week. Just been parenting, which probably wasn't that exciting. Very boring actually for the podcast, but just wiping bums all week. That's, that's, that's what
0: parents do. Mike, how about you?
2: I was going to say, Hannah, is that not what you're up to all the time? Given that you're a parent, not just this week. Yeah,
1: yeah. just I've a couple of days. I've parenting yeah. this week. <laughs> Annual leave for the last month.
2: Yeah, if only. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good, mate. Thank you very much. I'm very well.
0: You excited that we're going to talk about Arsenal today?
2: Actually, no, because I feel like it was a really good break talking about other things uh, than Arsenal. And it just gets me depressed. So I'll happily depress everyone very soon.
0: Well, we are going to talk about the rest of the top three. So we talked about Man City, Manchester United and Chelsea last week. If you missed that, just go and find the podcast because it's good. And it's good to get more listeners and views in it. But <laughs> let's start with Tottenham. Hannah, is Harry Kane leaving after I confidently predicted and released some video clips saying that he's not?
1: Well, realistically, can City afford him? That's the question. Yes. Can they though?
0: They can afford him. It's whether they want to pay the money.
1: Yeah, because they're not going to release it. I know they're saying about gentlemen's agreements and stuff, but would they pay like the fee for him? Do you genuinely believe they would?
0: Well, Mike, it's 160 million quid. They have an unlimited amount of money. There was quite a good article in The Guardian today saying Pep Guardiola is such a genius, isn't it? Uh, Because he's kind of got 50% this tactical... um, uh, intuition and kind of innovation. And then obviously 50% just being able to buy any player he wants and blow everyone else out the market. Mm. So what a legend. I, I think City will end up getting both Kane and Grealish, Mike.
2: Yeah, Grealish, I think that's a dead cert now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Kane, I don't know. I think if you weigh it up, I know he's one of the best strikers in the world, but he's also 28 with a couple of dodgy ankles. So how many years are you really going to get out of him? And That's a big outlay. Like, I think you'd be much better off... If you could pull it off, signing someone like Erling Haaland and spending that sort of money on him because he's literally, what, 21. So you've got a good like six, seven, eight years and you can sell him on. But the things about City is I don't think they really care about sell on value. So they're looking at right here, right now. Yeah.
1: So they won't care about his age, will they? That he's 21. Yeah. I think
2: a normal club would look at that and think, oh, actually, let's go out and get someone who we could turn for a profit later on. But City, I think the rules just don't apply to them as they do to normal clubs. So I think if they want him badly enough, they'll get him. I think Daniel Levy's playing hardball and that's, that's the issue. Um, I was just quite shocked really to, to hear about the stuff about Kane not turning up training because he comes across as like the ultimate pro. You wouldn't think he would refuse uh, a contractual obligation, which is a bit surprising. And a lot of the Spurs, Spurs fan base
0: were absolutely losing it this week. Livid. Well, I, I've got an interest. I think he had this agreement with Levy. I absolutely believe he has this agreement with Levy. And I think the only reason that Kane is not showing up to training, obviously, there's this stuff he's come back from Barbados, isn't there? And he has to isolate for yeah. 10 days, take a test five days before. So that's quite convenient. And it's a bit rubbish of the club from an administrative perspective to not be like, oh, Harry's in Barbados. Therefore, yeah. he's not going to be back at track because presumably... That it's just like, oh, where's Harry? Oh, he's come back <laughs> off his holidays. Didn't you know that? Like, We're in the turn feel, a
1: race.
0: he's just a star player, but I think the only reason he would resort to that is because he feels like maybe a fair amount of money has been offered for him, mm. and he feels like Levy is willfully blocking the transfer, and that doesn't hold up his end of the bargain. I don't know. I also see it from Daniel Levy's point of view Spurs get 160 million quid. It, we've got a terrible team at the moment that's been allowed to disintegrate over the last few years and it needs probably five or six players. So I think get as much money as possible and rebuild that side.
1: So I don't so think it was down to um, him having to isolate or anything. I think what's happened is his wife has had to look after three kids throughout the whole <laughs> of the Euros and she's like, listen, hun, it's my time. So he, he's probably just at home watching the kids. And she's told him he's not allowed to go to training. He needs to step up. That's what it is.
0: I want. She's in like weather spoons and yeah, Chigwell.
1: Yeah, having a pint with her mates, <laughs> get on Lambrini and that. That's what it is. It's not that he didn't want to turn up to training, but everybody just went in on him, didn't they? Straight away, yeah. without actually finding out the real reason. I'm
2: in. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in his corner, to be honest, because I, I feel like if this gentleman agreement thing is true, and they've they've said you know for a decent amount of money let me go essentially I mean the money shouldn't even be his concern if he wants to leave and he's been he's been told he can leave then that's fair enough like let him go he's been a extremely like good servant to Spurs their best player Joe thinks he's their best player of all time I think when you see a player like that not winning trophies uh, like not even a a little Carabao Cup not even a Mickey Mouse Cup like at at least he could have lifted that I think the um, the only thing in his his cabinet right now is the Audi Cup And that's not really going to satisfy one of the best trackers in the world. Yeah, Aldi Cup. um. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, I feel sorry for him.
0: I do. Yeah, I I feel sorry for him. And I feel like he stayed way longer than most players would have or arguably should have. And that's fine. But Daniel Levy still needs to get the best price possible. And the club you're dealing with, what City can't pull is, oh, we can't afford it because we know you can. Yeah. Mm. so Levy's pro- I, I think Kane will go and I think Levy will hold out right to the end there'll be 160 million quid and brilliant that's a. that's over 10% of our stadium paid for and mm. I just kind of think that's Levy's responsibility but I do think Kane will go some new signings in at Spurs though Brian Gill Brian Gill Sounds like your local postman, doesn't he? He's not. He's a 20 or 21-year-old Spanish winger. He's come from Sevilla. Um, He's been swapped for Eric Lamella, who's had a very good run at Spurs, given that he's hated and everyone thought he's useless for nine years. So he's done well uh, to make it out of there. Also, that Rabona he's scored against Arsenal, sorry, is a rubbish goal. It's an absolute... That's so... Right. I'm not a particularly good footballer. That's really easy to do wrap your foot around and get it going along the ground. If he'd have chipped it and it had lobbed the keeper and gone into the far corner or something, it's not that good. Commentators are like, oh, that's amazing. It's it's because you're a fat old man who couldn't do that. It is quite easy to do. It's not that good a goal, in my opinion. Anyway, Eric Lamella's gone. Brian Gill's in. Don't know loads about Brian Gill. He's come from Sevilla, 20 million quid or so, plus Eric Lamella. But Christian Romero, who had the most interceptions in Serie A last season, absolute terrier, um, I'm very excited about seeing him. At, <laughs> that's a terrier, terrier. By the way,
1: Is that a terrier? That's a <laughs> yeah. cat.
0: Terrier, that's
1: that's a pussy cat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> a puma. Um, Christian Romero going to be playing centre back at Spurs, though. But Mike, Tottenham still need another centre back, don't they? Because Eric Dyer, Davison Sanchez. Oh dear.
2: Yeah, Spurs fans don't like Davison Sanchez today. He's rubbish. I get. Yeah, I get the vibe that he's hated, which is weird because he came in as like he started off really well, didn't he? He looked like you know, the the next sort of young player to come out of Ajax's esteemed academy that was going to blow up, but it's not well, quite what, happened.
0: What everybody sort of realised about Spurs is that Jan Vertonghen was the glue holding the whole defence together and we let him go and Toby Adovero became rubbish and Davis Sanchez just isn't a footballer. I can't remember who it was last year. I think it's against City where we conceded and he falls over and smashes his face on the floor. It's like Mr Bean playing <laughs> centre-back. We can't have that. I mean, Spurs need another centre-back a right back, I would say potentially two forwards, a long-term replacement for Hugo Lloris and maybe somebody else to play in the middle of the park.
1: And you'd still so, feel this way if Kane stays. You're still going to feel passionate about this. Because, I mean, if Kane goes, what's your situation going to be? We are going to really struggle. Players. Yeah, you still need them. But if Kane stayed, mm. all of a sudden you've got your team around Kane and, and it doesn't seem so bad.
0: But he's only one man. And yeah. if he's injured... It's like, oh, okay, so yeah. we'll start with Vinicius up front and Moussa Sissoko behind him, and it's like, of You're course, screwed. we're not going to finish in the top four. Um, speaking of not finishing in the top four, though, <laughs> Arsenal have um, got some <laughs> exciting deals coming out. Mike, who are these men? It feels like, right, what you've done is shaken up a box of Scrabble and just let all the letters fall on the floor. I just don't, <laughs> I don't believe these are real people. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, so we've signed um, Albert Sambi Lokonga from uh, Andalot in, in in Belgium. He's actually, he was actually recommended. By the esteemed manager Thierry Henry, who has um, who got sacks yeah. from Monaco and left his job at FC Montreal in, in MLS. So, a uh, glowing assessment there from a really mm. top coach. He used to be a decent footballer as well, I don't know if you remember him. But um, yeah, apparently he's, he's, he's quite good. He comes uh, highly rated. I've, I've seen him in, in a few preseason friendlies, which I know you can't judge too much from. He looks like a tidy player. Uh, but obviously, he's a youngster, he one for the future. He's a centre mid. Um, He's quite good at sort of taking the ball on the half turn and, and driving into into the middle of the park. Um, but yeah, other than that, I don't know loads about him.
0: Key skill for a footballer is to be able to get the ball and turn around, I think, because otherwise someone's got to pick them up and face in the other direction, haven't they? So that, yeah, but that you, is important. Yeah, but if you're an
2: Arsenal fan, you've watched Granit Xhaka and you've seen him turn like a boat and take two hours to to go from one direction to the other. So to be able to take it and... And uh, go the other way quickly is a skill that Arsenal midfielders apparently don't possess naturally. And and the other one we have is hammer down any as well. Obviously, our big summer signing of last year, Thomas Partey, has um, got an ankle injury and he'll miss the first few games of the season. So it's like we're a bit screwed now. Um, but the other player that's coming is Nuno Tavares, a young another young left back from uh, Benfica. I think he was their backup left back. Young so not soul singer from Mexico. <laughs>
1: <laughs> From yeah, Scarborough. Know,
2: yeah, I, I, I no, think it's like no. my dad's favorite artist, Tavares. I think they sang uh, "Heaven Must Be Missing an Angel." Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, was, I, was, I was asking the the, the the sort of older generation in in this on this podcast if they've ever heard of <gasps> the them.
1: The older generation. Am I the oldest here? How old are you, Joe?
0: Um, I'm 33.
1: Oh my god, Mike! How old are you? 26. Oh, wow. Well, well, I'm so old.
2: Yeah, I'm 21. <laughs> well, you are you about 50. Oh, oh that's, that's really funny. 50. Yeah, you last went on a Just week.
1: Can I just uh, digress for a second? Right. Joe sent me a video today of himself on a vibrating sunbed today. Right. So before you start on me, Joe Forrester. Why were you vibrating on a sunbed this afternoon?
0: Why, why do you think I look so young, Hannah? Shirley, sorry, Shirley.
1: <laughs> <laughs> With a face like a leather handbag by the time you're 40.
0: <laughs> I was just, do you know what? I've got like, I've got a big weekend and like, you don't know if you're going to run into some chicks. And then I'm, I'm off. I've got, kind of got a big sort of in front of camera uh, job next week. And I wanted to look like cool and young. Yeah, and but you could, tan
1: so you, you could put some fake tan on.
0: Yeah, but it smells like ginger biscuits, doesn't it? We we were talking about this.
1: Yeah, but why did you say wh- about your first girlfriend that had? What did she so, progress on to do?
0: So my my first girlfriend, um, she used to wear fake tan all the time, and I didn't realize that smell. I thought that was the this. Well, as Al Pacino would say, the scent of a woman. I didn't realize that that's <laughs> <A sort> hobnob. <laughs> of, I didn't realize, yeah, like a hob. Oh, it's a lovely smell. I'd if all women felt like hobnobs, <laughs> even better. Um, uh, you can dip your... Yeah, anyway, right. Um, <laughs> but, right. No, she went on to um, model for quite a illustrious publication, Playboy. So, yeah, so that's, that's How that. How cool
1: is that? That I was edging for that story. I love that. You went out with a Playboy bunny.
0: Yeah, well, the reason I sort of didn't want to, like, bring it up is because I don't feel like my career has quite hit those points.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's looking and going, no, you didn't. <laughs>
0: Uh, Nuno Tavares. Anyway, we're all looking forward to Sorry. His, we're all looking forward to his new album, but um what's he like as a footballer?
2: Yeah, so from what I've seen so far, he looks good. Um he's got quite a lot of pace about him. He's got um, We know nothing
1: about him.
2: No, I've 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 seen him playing pre-season. I I oh, did yeah. watch him for for Benfica. Um uh, he set up Aubameyang um against Chelsea uh for Aubameyang to miss as as he does the new uh, form of Aubameyang who can't find the back of the net. Um, but yeah, he, he looks okay. But another one that's a squad player. So the only first team we've bought is Ben White. Um, and we paid a lot of money for someone that's 23 and only played one season in the Premier League. So yeah, Arsenal fans, as they tend to, are having a bit of a meltdown on Twitter, um, demanding that we spend £70 million to bring James Madison uh, from What's Leicester down to Arsenal. I would love James Madison. I just don't think Arsenal will show out 70 million pounds on on him i would would love them to but i just don't see it happening but i think he's a great player he's exactly what we need
0: so i'm guessing you spent 50 million on a center half though because obviously they've identified that as the area that you need to strengthen more
2: yeah because we got rid of david louise who was our like experienced ball player um and yeah ben white looks good ben white looks good i think he'll be similar mold to uh john stones he reminds me of him a little bit like young english good with balls um uh, like yourself, Joe. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: Granit Xhaka is still there. I thought he dyed his hair because he was going to Roma and he was all excited. What's happened?
2: Yeah, it was so weird. So at the beginning, of the, the just before the transfer window, he was sort of talking up uh, Jose Mourinho and saying like how much he appreciates him as he was linked with a roof to move to Roma. And then uh, he was saying, oh, you know, the club know what I want to do. And he so- sort of was very obviously hinting that he wanted to leave. And then the Euros happened and I don't think Roma have coughed up the amount that, that we wanted them to. And it looks like he's going to stay, um, which is a bit bizarre because you think, you know, similar to Harry Kane, if a player clearly wants to go, why would you then keep them? But I think what's happened is we can't get a replacement um, of, of better quality, they think. Many Arsenal fans would disagree. But yeah, it seems like he's going to stay. He signed a new contract to your
0: contract extension. So, But Hannah, I mean, surely for Arsenal this season, Top half of the table is a good campaign for them.
1: I think so, probably. I mean, th- th- their style of... <laughs> I, what, I, what I would say about Arsenal, now listen, listen here, kids. Um, I think <laughs> as, a, as a team, Arsenal are going to grow and develop, getting lots of new signings, new players in. And Arteta has got a vision, he's got a long-term vision. And I think the, the fans are embracing that vision um, with him, and they know that's going to take time, and you know, might not have had the best um, few seasons, but it's about building, and it's about building the right team, and that's maybe why they're a bit picky about who they're going to buy. Who knows? No, that think, is what I think, I think about Arsenal. I think you just be totally useless. shaking your head. Do you agree with me, Mike, or not?
2: Yeah, I do actually. I'm actually one of the fans that are, that are in Arteta's camp. I think yeah. he's a he's a good young manager. I just think he's got a really tricky situation with the club being run horrifically um, recruitment-wise and, yeah. and you know, in lots of other areas. So I think he's got a really impossible job. I don't see uh, what kind of manager would come in that's, like, really experienced and, and you know, at the highest level that would want to take on uh, the work that we've got. Because don't forget, like, we've had to ship out players on, like, underperforming players on mammoth amount of money. Like, Mesa Oza was on 350K and hadn't performed in about two years. So... Mm-hmm. That's not easy, is it, for any manager? And for someone so young, like he's still learning on the job. But I, I believe given the in him. History, I, I just... Given
1: the history of the club as well, there's a, you know a lot at stake, yeah. a lot to play for, and a lot of yeah. passionate fans that are going to scrutinise every single move.
2: Exactly, yeah. I mean, I feel like the fans wanted him out at the end of last season when we lost in Europa League. So I'm hoping they give him a bit more time. But we've got a tough, tough opening few games. So let's see what happens.
0: What Who mean, are you playing? playing? Would you be so nice to Mike for Hannah? <laughs> I'm <laughs> not. Be so nice about. Yeah, us but here. you know,
1: you know that I generally like to sit on the fence when it comes to probably the top six teams. That's fine, um, but I do think you know you have to be compassionate when when people are a genuine fan of a team and you've followed them all your life if somebody sits there and is like oh they're rubbish they can't do this they can't do that they're not rubbish they she just, wasn't being, nice about just yeah, well, I wasn't being that nice about spurs yeah well it wasn't being that nice about spurs because I don't like yeah. Joe um so I'll say whatever <laughs> <Yeah>. I want because <laughs> <That's what laughs> he says I look like Shirley yeah, that Is
2: what it comes down to
1: <laughs> he thinks I look like Shirley for me so gender. compassionate
2: unless you really dislike someone then yeah you can forget their team now they're I do, I do like enough.
1: Arsenal so
0: no, what was quite, thanks. what's quite good now, Mike, is because Spurs and Arsenal are so much worse than the rest of the big six, our mm. rivalry again is quite good because no one really cares about us, but we're a bit better than all the other clubs in the league. So it is really exciting when yeah. Arsenal play.
2: Yeah, I mean, on on the final day of the season, it was competing for who didn't want to finish in the Europa Conference League places, um, which is the new competition starting this year, which is the third tier of European football. And we were both like on the last day, oh, please let Spurs finish one place above us so they can play in this crap competition. And that's just where we are at the moment. We are just genuinely rubbish football teams.
0: I'm particularly excited because um, it looks like Spurs do have an upcoming fixture with a team from a small town in Ireland in the Europa Conference League uh, in the final qualifying round. So that I am really, I'm going to be glued to ITV9 or whatever channel (laughs) is going to be broadcasting that. Um, Very exciting. Now, Hannah, you can't be nice about Liverpool. You must, you must hate Liverpool. You're a United fan.
1: Just because I'm a United fan doesn't mean I passionately hate Liverpool. Oh, I absolutely. Mean, so nice Listen, they I are, love so Jurgen Klopp. I honestly, if if United could have a manager um, a few years back, it would 100%. I've, I've always said I'd love Klopp to have been the manager at Manchester United.
0: Mike, so what do you know about Ibrahima Kanate, another <laughs> one of your made up players? <laughs> He's a salsa uh, dancer.
2: <laughs> Ibrahim Opanate is Liverpool's only major signing for the summer, but that was wrapped up like months ago. Um, I don't really know why they bought him because they've already got quite, some quite good centre backs. Um, but yeah, he came from RB Leipzig, um, a team which was founded in 2009. So they get a lot of hate in the German Bundesliga because you know they're basically owned by by Red Bull, but not allowed mm. to be called Red Bull officially. Um, but yes, yeah, so he's he's a very talented player. I think one that he was one of the top prospects in in the German league, along with his um, French compatriot um, Deo Upemakano. And um, one got the move, one um, went to Upemakano, went to Bayern Munich, obviously. And uh, yeah, Canate, I think he'll be a good player. I just think they've got Joe Gomez, Van Dijk, um as well. So I don't but know if he'll immediately injury, yeah. start. Yeah, both back from injury. But yeah. Liverpool were a really weird prospect because they struggled so much last season without their without their talisman, Van Dijk. And I don't know what sort of fitness he's going to be, what state he's going to be in coming back in because I know he's recently only just played, I think, on the pitch in pre-season. So it's a strange one for them because they just completely, you know, from being mentality warriors under Klopp, they just completely collapse. And I don't know how they get back up there this season.
1: I mean, it was savage last season for them, wasn't
2: it? Yeah, they lost their Anfield record, didn't they?
1: Yeah. And
2: then they got beaten a few <laughs> times.
1: Horrific.
0: Sorry, there was a delay there, Mike. So it looked like you were like really digesting what <laughs> Hannah said. <laughs> <laughs> but Hannah, is well, Jordan Henderson, they still doesn't have a new deal. Captain for the team that won the Premier League, captain of the team that won the Champions League. And I know they're keen to kind of emphasise youth and stuff, but he's still relatively young, 30-odd. And I kind of think it's a little bit short-sighted after wynaldum has gone as well to maybe let another really experienced player, particularly in central midfield, go.
1: Yeah, because in one element, you really want that um, that experience and a, like, that dominance on the pitch. But then in another, if you're trying to build a team, you want like 30 is not young. We've talked about earlier about Harry Kane. He's 28, you know, he's, he's kind of past his years potentially given that he's approaching 30s so a player in their 30s if you can get money for them and make money on them or get rid of them potentially and get some new fresh meat in uh, why wouldn't you?
0: Speaking of fresh meat um, Hannah I know that obviously you do have that personal relationship with Jurgen Klopp yeah and I think that we're lucky enough now to to actually have Jurgen on the line, so um, so oh, there he is. Hi, Jurgen. <laughs> so, so if we can, there, there he is. You look a bit different, um, when you're not on Match the Day, Jurgen. <laughs> if we, um, Jurgen, what what do you think about this season?
1: Yeah, yeah. let me be clear. In this moment, <laughs> we will be champions. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In this moment,
0: Jurgen, has anyone ever told you you look a bit like Garth from Wayne's World? <laughs>
1: i mean this isn't a good look is it i don't know if that was, impression was really bad because i was so excited to put my hat and glasses on <laughs> I, think it,
0: I think it was absolutely terrible excellent. you can do um, jürgen
1: klopp though joe you do it
0: oh yeah young klopp very no not so like he's not like he's in a no, he's porno too, like drunk and
2: sexy what, why do you thank you no not saying that you're sexy but <laughs> trying to be sexy
0: Oh, listen, Sadio, Mohamed, Roberto, you guys have to play better together. Why are you man? touching to your together.
1: own nipples? Why are you oh, touching your breath? Thank are out
0: sure. of oh, shot. We God. will be to Manchester City if you work together, young <laughs> Um So there, there you go. That was the Eagle club. You take <laughs> oh, your pick. Um, I preferred Hannah's as well. Right, we we're talking about the Olympics recently. Mike, you've been enjoying the BMXing and the skateboarding, haven't you?
2: Yeah, nothing else. And that's it.
0: What? What sport would you do if you were an Olympian?
2: I think I would do artistic swimming, Joe. What's that? Um, It's basically where they have a little jolly and a a little merry dance on on the side of the pool. It doesn't have to be coordinated. It's just a little jig. Um, So I'd probably do like a little uh, can-can to, I don't know, Rasputin by Boney M or, or something like that. What a shame. Um Yeah, absolute banger. And then, yeah, because it doesn't have to be synchronized. So you sort of just, because it's artistic and artistic doesn't have to be good, really, does it? Because it? Is this it's, real? Is this a real down, sport? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's been it's been at this Olympics. It was at Rio as well. Um, I don't know if it, if it went further back, but you, yeah. So you basically do a little jig around the pool, then you jump in and you can do it synchronized if you want, but I just wouldn't because I wouldn't be able to. Um, and I could just say, yeah, mate, it, it's art. You know, you were like it or lump it. No, like it And given a gold medal.
1: Would you wear those blue hot pants that you wore while we were filming the pod the other night?
2: They're actually green, Hannah. Um, but yes. I Sorry, would.
1: the green ones. Yeah. yeah. You would wear them. Yeah. Those, yeah. Um, but
2: if I was in the pool, they would like ride all the way up and you'd be able to see all of me. Um, yeah. So. so what you had for breakfast? Probably not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: But then again,
2: like this, the speedos, which I imagine Joe would wear if he did this event.
0: Wouldn't, Can you imagine how many sunbeds Joe way.
1: would have to have before it?
0: You'd oh, be smelling God.
1: like a hobnob as well.
0: I just can't believe there's a sport at the Olympics. It's basically like a load of drunk people at a pool party in Falaraki. So they just <laughs> they just dance around the pool and all jump in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's what that's what I've seen of it. Um so it may not be a thousand percent factually correct, but um that's what I would do because it looks like fun. The other sports I think are a bit too serious, so, and that doesn't really suit me. So, yeah, I would do artistic swimming. Are you
1: sure you were watching the Olympics, Mike? <laughs> Is it, what were you watching? I Eighteen mean, to yeah. in my <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah, son, sex, suspicious parents, actually.
0: <laughs> no, he'd, he'd been on the old Jazz Cabbage, hadn't he? Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> jazz Cabbage.
0: I was actually, when I went to Ayanape, um as a oh, much younger man, we, there was like a part, I don't know what it was called. Like there was a bar with a pool next to it. It's called Jacob's or something for arguments. sake. It wasn't called Jacob's. It wasn't <laughs> called Jacob's obviously. But like, they were just like, oh, but whatever you do, don't put your head under in the pool. Cause quite a lot of people have caught pink eye. The doctor thinks it's because, <laughs> and I'll bleep this, people ejaculate in the pool. And then that causes eye infections. <laughs> so... Right. It's a holiday.
1: Joe <laughs> was straight under the water, drinking yeah. the stuff, yeah. oh. gargling. <laughs> Not snorkel for me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, In it its moment.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I think we've killed that item dead, haven't we?
1: what would you be in the Olympics what would your sport be
0: I don't know is there like a if there was a an event <laughs> where you can sit alone on your sofa in your pants and watch endless episodes of The Sopranos and eat crisps. Then I think I might be quite good at that. Um, is there a lonely man's <laughs> event or category? <laughs> Hello, today it's um, Gary from Rotherham. His wife's left in for her personal trainer. Gary can't even see the kids. Gary, what you be doing today? He's Injury got pink eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Went to a with my son. Didn't work out too well. Um, so <laughs> that might be. You're an actual swimmer though, aren't you, Hannah?
1: Used to be, yeah, and a coach.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. big time, and a coach, yeah. Yeah, both, level yeah. three,
1: do you know what was I mean?
0: Breaststroke, butterfly, backstroke, doggy.
1: Freestyle, baby. What's that?
0: <laughs> like having a fit?
1: <laughs> no, just front crawl. But they call oh. it freestyle because technically you can do freestyle, so you could do butterfly if it's a freestyle event.
0: In mm. uh, year five, I think it was. No, maybe in year seven, At the... Um, school swimming gala at Hampton Open Air Pool, I was in the Backstroke event and Hannah you've seen a photo of me when I was about that age and I wasn't the most lithe and athletic young man I wasn't <laughs> wasn't exactly Michael Phelps and um I looked up as I was doing the backstroke and realized I was coming last so I faked an Asper attack. <laughs> Did you? Uh...
1: Did the lifeguard have to get in after you as well?
0: Yeah my mum was watching as well and she was really <laughs> It's
2: probably quite realistic I'm, I'm surprised you didn't just sink Joe. like after after seeing the
0: pictures, of yeah, but yourself. fat floats. It wasn't a dinghy. I was a child. Uh. I can't believe you two are body shaming me twenty years ago.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you faked an asthma attack because you were coming last. Touche. But you haven't asked me what I would do in the Olympics. You said you'd yeah. swim. No, but I, you said you said I'd swim. I want to be. I'd want to be one of the pommel horses, as in, like you know, where just where people like dance around my body. So I'd be a fixed. Because I couldn't be a hooker, could I? Because I don't have hookers in the uh, Rugby Sevens. So that would have been a first choice. But like, uh, I thought about just like a pommel horse where people can hold on to me and spin their legs on, around you
0: me. You would be like a big horse?
1: You know, in gymnastics where the, you ha- yeah. people have the event on the pommel horse. Well, I could pretend to be a pommel horse like that and people could dance their crotches around me. That's...
0: <laughs> so teenagers from all over the world would come and spin around on top of you? Yeah. <laughs> that's worse than when you glued eyelashes on porn stars
1: (laughs) (laughs) it was just a thought
0: but anyway carry on i wasn't expecting that look speaking of we're not olympic heroes but i'd certainly say british heroes at the very least and now it's time for sean dosh's poetry corner
1: Roses are red, violets are blue. Joe Forrester and Mike, I
2: love you.
0: I, for one, am very excited to hear more from his anthology as the season progresses. I sort of want Burnley to have a bad season, so it's incredibly sort of dark, despairing, Almost like Wilfred Owen writing from the trenches in the First World War. I want to hear that level of angst from Sean. That would a very good season.
1: Sean and Jurgen, because they had a bit of a spat, didn't they, last season in the tunnel? Yeah. So I'd quite like it. You know, cut a few more of those. That's what we need—a bit
0: more spice. Oh, Jurgen, yeah, good techno remix of Sean Daish's Poetry Corner. Come on, everybody, put your glass sticks in the air, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. That's quite enough for today. We're going to be back next Friday. Do check out Pod on Instagram, actually, because we post loads of good Instagram videos and people seem to like them. So that's nice. We've
1: put about Um, four on, haven't we? (laughs) We We've put loads of
0: videos. There's about four up there at the moment. People seem to be watching them. Yeah, loving them. Which is all you want from a video, really. That's that's the least I expect. Um, We're also on TikTok and all that sort of thing. Um, And next week, we are going to be doing our predictions on who's going to win the Premier League, who's going to be relegated. So send us yours, Rosehead Soccer on Twitter, Rosehead Pod on Instagram. And uh, Hannah, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Mike, thank you very much. Goodbye. (laughs) That's That's like at the end of University Challenge, we go, goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs)